Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya, folks. You're listening to Two Men and the Mouse, episode 226 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on July the 14th, 2021. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am not joined this week by my good friend and co-host Peter Mandel, uh, which well, I'll get to in a second. I just got to finish the intro, otherwise my OCD is going to go out of control, and nobody wants to see that. Uh, we are, folks, Pete and I are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Okay, so as I said in the last episode, uh, I am, as you listen to this, I am currently on vacation in St. Augustine, Florida. But rather than leave you guys without an episode the way I did for 4th of July week, I wanted to actually get another episode in there. So we were actually recording this only a day after Pete and I recorded episode 225. Uh, But, you know, as it is a Wednesday night and Pete owns a comic book store, for those of you that are uninitiated into the geeky arts, uh, Wednesday is new comic book day and that is Pete's biggest day of the week every week. Uh, so obviously he is not here tonight, so I had to bring in a ringer, and I brought in someone that we have had on the show and enjoyed in the past. Uh, he is the theme park therapist. You can find him on YouTube. He is a doctor of physical therapy. He's my good friend. He's my kung fu seeing. It is uh, my wonderful friend, Dr. Nicholas Mercer. Welcome back to the show. What is up, Kevin? I have very large shoes to fill, and my feet are not that big, but I will try to do Pete proud. Yeah, Pete's a big dude, and- so, you know, tall. Yeah. Um, I've never gotten his shoe size before, but I'm sure we'll be I'm sure we'll be okay. So we've got news to talk about this week. Not a lot, because as I said, we just did a show 24 hours, but like kind of like some like I was surprised by how much news there was. Uh, So obviously you guys are listening to this um, a week after we're recording this. So a lot of a lot more news has probably dropped. So don't be like, oh, they're they're missing news. I can't believe they announced that Cinderella Castle is going to turn into a rocket ship. And, and, you know, they didn't cover on the show. Well, no, don't worry about that. We are Pete and I are going to cover everything that we missed during that week on episode 227. But for now, Nick and I got to talk about some stuff. So before we jump into that, Nick. Why don't you tell the folks that are uninitiated to um, Nicotude all about, like, uh, everything that you do and, you know, where they can find it. Well, I mean, that's what I like to call it is Nicotude. I really just Um, made that up. I commend you on using uninitiated twice in the same intro. Um, I I am an uninitiated comic book uh, geek fan knowledge person, so... That's me. Uh, but yeah, my name is Dr. Nicholas Mercer. I am a doctor of physical therapy. My YouTube channel is The Theme Park Therapist, where I teach people who love theme parks, theme park enthusiasts, like I hope the entire audience of Two Men and a Mouse is. Um, basically, go around the parks, go about their everyday lives, enjoy the parks to their fullest without having uh, pain or decreasing their pain while they're inside the parks. Uh, it's a lot of stretches, exercises you can do while you're in the parks to help get some immediate pain relief. So um, that's what I'm all about. That's what I'm passionate about. And um, yeah, that's me. That's Nicotude. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I I think that, you know, your channel is something everybody pretty much needs in their daily life because, uh, you know, we all have aches and pains, especially as we get older. You know, we're not we're not traversing the parks the way we used to at like, you know, 18, 19, 20, when we're getting into our 30s and our bodies suddenly decide that they're going to start the slow and inevitable decline toward deterioration and death. Uh, yeah, when we're, when we're both getting into our 30s, definitely. Yes. I'm, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not there yet, but I'm, and I'm too far there. So, uh, 
All right, so we're going to jump into the news this week, brought to you by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. You can always find Dave on uh, Facebook as Magical Travel Dave, or email DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net to get a free quote on your next dream Disney vacation. Okay, worldwide news. We're going broad here. Uh, and this is something that I am overjoyed about because it's something that I've missed. And it was one of those things where it's like, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, that was way out of tune. But uh, parking trams might be returning very soon. Well, you mean I got to sit in another vehicle with a bunch of people crammed into the same place? I mean, you don't have to. You can continue to walk as you have, you know, for the last year or so. But Oh, wait, you're right. That just means less people will be in my way. Okay, exactly. I'm excited about this now. Exactly. So you know what's funny? Like, so the parking trams, I really would only use them, like if I had to park out in like you know the Mulan lot, which is the Mulan lot because it's actually located in China. It's so far away. Or like mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom is not really conducive to like walking to the the front gates. That's always a really long walk. But uh, according to www.magic.com, transportation operations cast members were accompanied by maintenance crews at the transportation and ticket center just this morning as preparations appear to be underway for a return of the tram service at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, The trams remain out of service at all four Walt Disney World theme parks since they reopened in July of 2020 due to physical distancing requirements and labor shortages. Guests are required to currently walk from their cars to the main entrances. And at each of the parks and the TTC, the trams have mainly sat untouched for more than a year. So it sounds to me like they're just kind of taking stock, figuring out what it is. Now, did you take, did you, did you and Alexia take the tram a lot? Yeah, when um when before COVID, obviously when it was like full capacity and we had to park like freaking a mile out from Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Before we got on the monorail, right? Uh, we would take the tram if it was convenient. Uh, but there are those times where we just feel like we're better than the tram, so we'll try to race it. Mm-hmm. Um, we I don't I'm not sure we've ever beaten it, but we've tied. It's hard to beat the tram, and you know what that that's gonna go really well into our e-ticket attraction later on in the show uh but yes so trams possibly coming back as an option for those of you who do not want to walk to the to the gates uh now a trailer was released today for a new disney plus series called behind the attractions did you see this i i saw the facebook post but i did not have time to watch it but it looks it looks really exciting so the first five episodes of this new 10-part series are going to launch on July 21st, and it takes a behind-the-scenes look at some of Disney's most famous attractions and destinations from around the world. Using archival and never-before-seen footage, we're going to hear from key figures at Walt Disney Imagineering, including Bob Weiss, Jeanette Lomboy, Kim Irvin, Irvine, I'm sorry, uh, Scott Trowbridge, Tom Fitzgerald, Scott Drake, Carmen Smith, and Joe Rohde. A new trailer has been released today, giving a look at what we can expect from the series. And some of the locations and attractions that they will uncover will be the Jungle Cruise, It's a Small World, Haunted Mansion, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the Disneyland Hotel, and the castles of Disney Parks. Disney Plus behind the attraction from executive producer Dwayne The Rock Johnson, along with Danny. What? Yeah, The Rock is producing this, and he's, like, in it, too. Okay, yeah, that that... If for anything else, you watch it for The Rock. Right. Well, at first I was like, well, that's random as heck. And then I remembered he's in the Jungle Cruise movie. Yeah. yeah. So, And they're going to talk about the Jungle Cruise in here. So I guarantee you that's one of the first five episodes. Yeah, um, well, I, I, I'm pretty excited about the Haunted Mansion one. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. There, there's a, there was an um, independent film made called Foolish Mortals that came out uh, a couple years ago. I saw it at a convention, actually. And it is, it's basically a look at the Haunted Mansion and the Haunted Mansion fandom. If you could mm. find it anywhere, it's actually really good. I very much enjoyed it. Foolish Mortals. It's on my list. Yeah, I will, I will, I will put that on the list for you. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, Danny Garcia, Brian Volk Weiss are the uh, executive producers. And it begins streaming, as I said, Wednesday, July 21st on Disney+. Plus. Five episodes launching here, and then five additional episodes are coming later this year with no date announced yet. We got some resort news. The Polynesian Resort monorail station may set to reopen in August. So uh, Disney appears to be expecting that the Polynesian Resort monorail station will be complete for a return to service in mid-August 2021. In an update this afternoon about uh, reopening of other Epcot uh, or uh, other monorail beams, I just gave away what we're going to talk about later. Uh, Disney has indicated. Wait, wait, is it Epcot? 
Well, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Wait till we get to Epcot news. Disney has indicated that direct bus service to Epcot from the Polynesian will end in mid-August, leaving guests with the monorail as the primary mode of transportation. In our latest update from the Polynesian, the station still appears some way off being complete. As always, dates may be subject to change as construction conditions dictate. The resort itself reopens to guests on July 19th with newly refurbished rooms uh, that are based off of Moana. But in in similar news, a new walkway has now opened between the Polynesian Village Resort and Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. The uh, So it reopened because it was closed down for a little bit. The walk around the world bricks have been mostly removed and replaced with a gray concrete finish. Uh, and some of the personalized bricks are remaining near the Polynesian Resort, though it remains to be seen if these will also eventually be removed. With work wrapping up on the walkway, guests can once again walk between the Magic Kingdom and Disney's Polynesian Resort. Now, you've done this walk, right? <laughs> unintentionally, yes. <laughs> Why was it unintentionally? Um, so we were out pretty late, and there was no monorail running. Ah. So... We, we actually, so, so we were in Polynesian, we were at Pineapple and I, and we were like, oh, we'll get the monorail back to Bay Lake. We walked to the monorail, um, the transportation center, and it was closed. So we had to go from the transportation ticket center all the way around to Bay Lake. So you walked from the TTC to the Polynesian, to the Grand Floridian, to the Magic Kingdom, to the Contemporary. No, we did better. We did Polynesian Ticket Center back to Polynesian. Yes, you 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 added a little extra steppity step in there. Yes. How was the walk? Was it like calm, peaceful, well lit? Well, you know, at eleven thirty p.m., it's uh pretty nice, well lit. Uh, temperature was pretty good. It wasn't blazing hot like it is all the time. It yeah. seems like. Um, yeah, it was a good walk. I recommend it. I'm dying to try it. I was going to try it recently. And then I ended up not going to Magic Kingdom on that day. So the next time I'm at Magic Kingdom, I've made a promise to myself that I'm going to take that walk uh, and then report <clears throat> report back about it on the show. Do you remember how long it took you guys? Uh, well, I want to say upwards of an hour. I believe it. But then again, yeah. you know, if you're if you're leaving the Magic Kingdom at the end of the night post fireworks, you're waiting for an hour anyway to get on that. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so no water park news, no Disney Springs news, Epcot news. You ready for this? The Epcot monorail line is reopening. Finally. Yes. Uh, we'll return to full operation on Sunday, July 18th. So not only is it reopening, it's reopening this Sunday, four days from now. Operating daily for the first time in more than a year, service will begin one hour before Epcot Park open and end one hour after Epcot Park close, which currently means 10 a.m. opening and 11 p.m. close for the Epcot beam. With the reopening of the Epcot monorail beam, though, however, that does mean direct bus service to Epcot from the following resorts will no longer be available after the following dates. Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa as of July 25th. Disney's Contemporary Resort as of July 24th. Direct bus service for guests will also be available July 26th to 29th due to resort refurbishment. And Disney's Polynesian Village Resort in mid-August. The Epcot monorail beam has remained... That's why people think that the Polynesian Resort monorail is reopening in mid-August because that's when the bus service is going to be discontinued. Mm. The Epcot monorail beam has remained closed since the parks reopened from COVID uh, in mid-2020. So that's exciting. I mean, there have been so many instances recently where i've been like man i wish that epcot monorail was open yeah yeah i'm kind of sick of waiting on buses yeah uh so yeah huge news there and very very excited for that all right and that's the news for today that's brand news that's brand new news brand new news yes i'm very excited by it all right so we're going to take a quick commercial break here from the rest of the white dragon podcast network and our wonderful sponsors and we'll be back uh with our e-ticket attraction of the week so stay tuned folks more two men in the mouse coming at you right after this you know pete it's hard work planning a disney vacation course your whole family has to get going you got to pack everything up you got to figure out where you're eating got to figure out where you're staying but you know what makes life so much easier makes your trip planning more more fun experience tell me that sounds like something i need absolutely you need a travel agent do we know one of those we absolutely do we know our good friend and sponsor dave weikert of magical travel the official travel agent of two men in the mouse folks we've both used him yes we have dave weikert plans our disney vacations all the time and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves dave started his cranford based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. 
Dave plans every trip as if it was his own, and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. humans my name is morty monster and i'm uh, well i'm a monster i'm here as an exchange student from the monster world where growing up i fell in love with the world of human pop culture unfortunately not a lot of monsters share that passion so i came here to experience all of these things that i love and to share that passion with all of you i do this through my youtube channel with regular video blogs One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster! Hey listeners, this is Mark Daniel, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, when you go to Walt Disney World, you tend to pig out, right? I mean, we all kind of do. It's, it's, there's Dole Whips, there's turkey legs, there's all kinds of decadent treats. And 
For those of us that are more fitness-minded, sometimes you can tend to fall off the wagon, and that's okay. You're on vacation. You've earned it. Take the week to yourself. But what about those of us that have, you know, specifically, you know, needs that require us to maintain our diets, maintain our fitness regimen, or just because we want to stay, you know, locked into our goals even while on vacation? What can we do? Well, we're here to tell you guys because, you know, Nick and I are at the parks quite a lot. And being locals here, we're usually not on vacation. So it is typically, you know, not in our best interest to, you know, go have Dole Whips every single day, however much we might want to have that extra citrus swirl or Mickey bar. So uh, today, for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Nick and I are going through the ways you can maintain your fitness at Walt Disney World. And this is brought to you by our friends over at KingdomStrollers.com, who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your Disney Resort. Okay, so... This is kind of right up your alley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been doing this for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple of components to this, I think. I think there's, it's physical activity and diet, right? Mm-hmm. So which yeah. which do you want to kind of tackle first? Um, do you want to talk about food first or do you want to start kind of trying to talk about exercise a little bit more? Um, why, why don't we why don't we talk about exercise first? Because that's the thing I, I have a little more... Um professional investment in right (laughs) right and did you want to give a disclaimer about your your recommendations here oh yeah so quick disclaimer so i don't get in trouble with people um so while i am a doctor of physical therapy i am not a medical doctor nothing that i say and i'm i'm guessing nothing kevin is gonna say either um should be misconstrued as medical advice or, um, you know, anything that you should basically say, hey, these random two guys who are not qualified told me to do this. We're just simply providing recommendations. Follow them if you want to. Always listen to what your physician or dietitian says. And I think that pretty much protects us from anything that's going right. to happen, right? Yeah, my, my doctorate is in thugonomics, which is not a medical profession, so... Oh, my I have another doctorate in nicotine, apparently. Yes. So um, I got that going for me. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I think before we get in from like park to park kind of examples here, we should we should focus on a little, some general things. First of all, it's Walt Disney World. You're going to walk. Oh, yeah. You're going to walk a lot. Like, would you what do you think the average somebody walks in a full park day would be upwards of 10 miles? Um, I know for me, I don't know about miles. Uh, if you're going basically park open to park close, you could probably get 25 to 30,000 steps. Yeah. Which is probably about, that's yeah, what, probably about 12 miles. Yeah, basically. I know that because I walked 12 miles the other day and it was 30,000 steps. So, oh yeah, that was, that was silly of you. <laughs> that was not a good decision that I made. Uh, but I did well, you weren't it. at Disney, so that's another problem. No, I like I didn't even have the like the magic surrounding me. I was walking down Colonial Colonial uh, East Colonial, which was you know not fun. Uh, okay, so obviously you're gonna walk. There are some ways that you can get extra steps in if you want to do that. For instance, as we talked about in the in the beginning of the show during the news, maybe for forego the parking tram if it's operating. Mm-hmm. You know, take that extra time to walk to the parks. And that could be, you know, you know, it's early in the day. You've still got all your energy. Take that extra walk. Go for it. Uh, Obviously, your choice of shoe is going to come in to play big time here, right? Yeah, you want to make sure you're wearing some comfortable shoes. And I would also say if you're not used to if you got a Disney trip coming up, you're not used to walking that distance. I would start in the weeks before slowly increasing the amount you walk every day because you don't want to go from walking 500, 1,000 steps a day to basically 30 times that in one day because you're going to burn out. You're going to have all this ankle, foot, knee, hip pain, back pain um, if you're not prepared right so oh absolutely it's kind of like how people train for like a marathon or like a triathlon you train for your disney trip no if i was training for a marathon or triathlon i just like i just go for it that's too much training just 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 make it happen just have your legs not work at the end of the day yeah because you're only doing it one day it's not like disney where you're doing it you gotta do it for a whole week sometimes 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the other thing is that most of the Disney resorts, if not all, I'm not sure if the values have them, but I know the moderates and deluxes do. They have a fitness center. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty nice fitness centers too. Yeah, when I went, when I stayed at um, Kadani Village in Animal Kingdom Lodge, I was amazed at how nice the fitness center was. Isn't it um, Survival of the Fittest? I think it's called. Yeah, I think it's something like that. I, I, I was in there too. That's a really nice one. Uh, really nice. A lot of free weights, a lot of machines, uh, nicer than some gyms that I've experienced. Absolutely. Yeah, and and typically resorts will also have some kind of jogging trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now, there are also places between parks that you can kind of use as a walking trail. As we mentioned before, there is that walk from the Transportation and Ticket Center to the Magic Kingdom. Nice long walk. Good way for you to get steps in. There's also the walk from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. Did you ever do that? Did, like, I recommended you do it one time, I remember. Did you actually do it? Didn't you make me do it with you? Did we do it together? I think I think we did, yeah. Yes, we did do it together. That's a nice walk, too, because... You see the beach club. You go down the boardwalk. It's by the water. It's yeah. yeah. That's where I raced the boat and won. Yeah, that's that's totally the first time you told me that story. Yes, just now. Yes, <laughs> I never told you about when I raced the boat. No, you've told me several oh, times. Yes, I'm very proud of the fact that. I, oh, you were being sarcastic. I didn't catch that. It's me. Come yeah, on. Right, right, right. Um, you just give it. You're just laying some heavy nicotine out there. Uh, <laughs> But, like, in the parks, there are, like, a couple laps around World Showcase, I found, can be a great thing. Because that's, I, I believe that's three miles, two laps around World Showcase. Yeah, and, and like, every, like, um, every half mile, quarter mile, the environment's changing. It's new. You have stuff to look at. You're not bored. Yes. Yeah, so I guess we'll we'll, we'll start out in Epcot. There are are plenty of attractions that you can kind of walk through. Like you have all the pavilions to walk through. Um, maybe, you know, uh, instead of taking the friendship boat to cut world showcase in half, you take the walk. I used to literally go and get my cardio in at Epcot. I would do two laps around uh, world showcase and then reward myself at the end with a trip around uh, grand fiesta. There you go. Three caballeros. Because I would start at Can- obviously I start at Canada and I work my way to Mexico. That's the only way to do it. And if anyone else does it any differently, they are wrong. They are plain wrong. Um, just thinking through what else in Epcot. I mean, you know, there's also constantly you're standing stationary in lines. If mm-hmm. you are, you know, worried about your, you know, your fitness, you could. You know, hold on to one of the um, the rails there, usually in the queue. Do a couple squats. Some people might look at you weird, but, you know, I wouldn't. I'd be like, wow, that person's really into their fitness. Hey, you could even do some push-ups on the rails. Um, yep. You know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff you do if you get creative and stay safe, of mm-hmm. course. Those rails I've seen. I've seen... Oh, I've seen a few kids fall off, and while I laughed, I don't think their parents were. Yeah, very probably happy. not. Yeah, probably not. Uh. So yeah, with with any of the parks, you're going to be walking a lot. So a lot of the time, you know, not so concerned about you know getting cardio in because it's kind of built in. Right. Uh, so if you're if you're really worried about like oh, it's been five days and I haven't, you know, worked my upper body. You you can get pretty creative with this stuff. How do you feel about the idea of, because I've toyed with this before in the past, but I've never actually gone as far as to do it, like strapping on some ankle weights to walk through the parks? That's, I would be careful with that just because um, when the ankle weights are on your ankle, it puts a lot of stress on your hip because mm-hmm. even though they're only one or two pounds, um, this is where we get into the boring stuff, which is which I am a doctor of. <laughs> Uh, the further away it is from your body, the more kind of stress it's putting on that body part. So even though it's like a one pound weight on your ankle, it turns out being several times more than that on your hip for thousands and thousands of repetitions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I would not recommend. If you were going to okay. do something like that, I would do um, just like a heavy backpack or a weighted vest. I was actually just about to ask you about the backpack. So one mm-hmm. o- another option would be to take to carry the family backpack or even, you know, just load some heavy stuff in your backpack to carry around with you. But I know that can also cause like lower back distress, shoulder distress. So I know you have a video about this. Do you want to like quickly explain backpack safety? 
Yeah. So, um, I mean, even if you just pack your backpack with something useful like water, it will be a little heavy. Um, and it can put a lot of stress on your shoulders. There's a few things you can do. Um, first of all, you, if you're carrying a backpack, it's got two straps. You want to use the both straps at the same time. You don't really want to put it all on one shoulder because then you get a bunch of asymmetries. Um, but another really good thing to do to kind of combat that forward stress is to just flip your backpack around. You might look a little ridiculous, but your shoulders are going to thank you for it. Your back's mm -hmm. going to thank you so that the weight is in the front and you're kind of alternating between every 30 minutes or whatever so your so your shoulders are feeling a little better when i was a kid we used to like wear a backpack on our backs and then another one on our fronts to be teenage mutant ninja turtles oh wow yeah, yeah. we were we were not kids in the same school no we were not <laughs> <laughs> typically it was only four of us at a time otherwise that would just be ridiculous more than four turtles um uh, yeah. but uh so Epcot, obviously, you have World Showcase, which is a built-in, you know, walking trail. Magic Kingdom has one that I love, but it is it has not been open for quite some time, and Lord knows when it'll be open again. It's there's a trail, like a walking trail, behind uh, Storybook Circus that connects the circus to Tomorrowland. It's been it's been currently cl it goes alongside it runs parallel to the train tracks, and it has been closed since they started construction on Tron. I did not know that was the thing. It, so it used to be a smoking location, and I'm sure when and if it opens back up, it's no longer going to be a smoking location as cigarettes are now banned in all all four of the parks. But it was so it's like a re, it was a nice long, pretty empty walking path, mm -hmm. and it was usually pretty sparse. It was one of my favorite places to kind of like get away from the crowds for a little bit, get some dang silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another place in Magic Kingdom that I actually find that it, you can get a little mini workout in is uh, Tom Sawyer Island. Yes, you jump on those barrel bridges. Like there, you can you can get a hike in around Tom Sawyer and Island. And that's one of the things. It's fun. It's something you enjoy. That's yeah. what you want. Uh, you're, I mean, you're going. People are going to the parks for fun and to enjoy themselves, and they're getting cardio on accident. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the the thing is, most people don't see results from that though because they're like they're they're balancing it out by the fact that like yeah they're getting thirty thousand steps in but they've probably take, consumed thirty five hundred calories or four thousand calories during the day, right? And that's why like you know you're not gonna get like a beach bod or like super healthy by doing that every day. But it's the stuff you do before and after your trip that really uh, you can really enjoy your trip to its fullest mm -hmm. by, you know, eating that stuff, still kind of maintaining some cardio and, and, and burning some calories there without it really affecting your life outside of it. Right. Stay healthy. Right. Uh, so uh, Tom Star Island also, it's it's hilly and it's mm -hmm. it's bigger than you think it is for those of you yeah. that have never actually because a, a shocking number of people have never gone over there. Really? Oh, yeah. I hear people all the time like, oh, I've never gone over to there. I'm like, well, I've only gone like twice. But still, like, it's like it, it should be seen at least once. Because like when you realize like how far back it goes, where like you get to like that stable area. I was like, I yeah. had no idea this was here. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I always felt that that is, you know, a pretty good place to like. Yeah. And it's it's never super crowded. So it's almost like your own mini obstacle course. There you go. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, Magic Kingdom. Obviously, you can also do the full like like circle loop. Like, you know, if you're if you're treating the the main hub as like the base of the circle, you can you know start either going toward Tomorrowland or toward toward Adventureland, and just do the circle around and people watch a little bit. Yeah, and you'll you'll hit pretty much every ride you might want to go on by doing that too. Yeah, also very very true. All right, over at Animal Kingdom, I think the most obvious. Um, way to to get some you know fitness in is those walking trails yeah those are fantastic i think more people would engage in cardio if there were tigers on you know if there were ti oh, yeah. tigers that you could safely watch so like i mean i have a video about like my brothers the uh the chimps that are that mm -hmm. are swinging around in that one area like yeah. there's animals everywhere yeah and it's just like everywhere you turn it's something new and it's the same thing we're having fun you're seeing cool things cardio's you know not you don't even have to think about it sometimes so there are there are two major walking trails in animal kingdom you have the gorilla falls exploration trail 
and you've got uh, the uh, Maharaja Jungle Trek. So on one, you've got gorillas. On the other, you've got tigers. Both of them have weird bird rooms, I'm pretty sure. And, I mean, oh, you know my luck with birds, so... That's a... One of them's a bat room. Oh, yes. Uh, one of them has bat. Yeah. What What do you think of bats? Are they... Do you... I don't mind bats. I think they're adorable. Yeah, bats have never har- harmed me, not like birds. Did Did they I... Did I tell you, I know like the show where we talked about hasn't aired yet. Did I tell you that I got attacked by another bird at Disney Springs? I saw you post it a lot. You were very upset about it. I mean, because why? Why? Why are they coming at me? I don't know, man. Maybe they see something. It's the glimmer in your eye. It's the the spring in your step. We are going to have to up my kung fu game so that I can defend myself against birds. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm not sure that's how it works, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, there's like a questionnaire you fill out on the first day of class where it's like, well, what are your goals? Like, can you imagine I just wrote down like to fight birds and win? You end <laughs> up like um, like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Yeah, with him and the giant chicken. Yeah. Uh, could, oh man, if I could have that much property damage happen with my battle with a sparrow that like swooped out of a tree at my shoulder. You're really, you're really spooked about that. It, dude, it's gross. I felt its little like claws and its little beak and its little feathers. Like, yeah, it was a split second, but like, I'm traumatized. So, like, if if it were me, I, I think you're taking this for granted. Um, but like, I would feel so honored and blessed. This thing can fly, mm-hmm. and it chose you. It basically chose you to attack. No, totally. To, to, did you feel any pain from that bird? It tried. It wisped you. It tried. My, my shoulder game has been getting much stronger lately. You know, my shoulders uh-huh. are popping. So, you know, the bird tried and it encountered Kryptonian shoulders of steel and had to. And it was like, whoa. All right. Re- regroup. Wait, are they are they Kryptonian or are they made out of steel? Well, I mean, Superman is the man of steel and he's Kryptonian. It's 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 steel as like a as a metaphor. OK, not no, not a metaphor. I don't know well, what this it is. is this is DC. This is DC. Legally, I don't think we're allowed to talk about this on our podcast. This on is your podcast. this is true. We're not we're not allowed to talk about it about it during a Disney show. Uh, all right. So birds notwithstanding, yes, there's there's a creepy bird room. Take the bird watching guide and hold it over your head so that they do not poop upon your hair. Uh, because no one bird watches. No. Why would Why would you? If we learned anything from Gilmore Girls, it's no one bird watches. No one. Not one person. I love that you're also a Gilmore Girls person because Pete is also, and we have tangents about it all the time. So well, I am now. So yeah. well, yeah. you didn't have a choice. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you did not have a choice. Um, yeah. Okay, so moving along, uh, Hollywood Studios. I don't really think there's much to do there. Like to to. I mean, it's it's basically the same thing. It's walking. Yeah. Uh, it's entertaining. You have all these different worlds now. You got Star Wars. You got Toy Story. You got mm-hmm. my favorite section where the Tower of Terror rock and roller coaster are. And it's all so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, he, so now, if you were if you were trying to eat healthy in the parks, mm-hmm. how would you go about it? Because there are ways to do it. It's not easy, and it's not fun. So um, the eating healthy at the parks starts before you get to the parks. And by that, I mean, um, if you are someone who's fitness oriented, like me, like Kevin, um, protein is important, right? Heck yeah. You want to make sure that your muscles are recovering correctly. You're getting those amino acids. Um, but you also most likely want to enjoy some of the foods that all the, that the theme parks uh, and spe- Disney especially um, are basically famous for and known for and are like for real they're just really delicious um so what i usually do before if i'm gonna go um to disney to one of the parks and i know i'm gonna eat not the greatest it's okay because i basically fill up in the morning on uh, protein and fiber mm-hmm. so i get my protein early in the day i get my fiber um kind of slows the digestion and then kind of later on once i'm ready i kind of um, another thing I do is since I go with, um, Alexia, my girlfriend, we usually will get something that we want and share it so we can eat more variety of things Yes, without having to eat the whole thing and getting full from it. And, and also to, to, to those that would be going to the parks and trying to like 
stay within a certain macro ratio or whatever, I would recommend my fitness pal to them. To, yeah. to a lot of the stuff you can get at Disney is already entered into my fitness pal. Like if you type in like Disney Dole Whip or Disney Turkey Leg, like it's in there on my fitness pal. Yeah, because there are people who are more obsessed with this than we are, yes. and it's hard to believe, but it's true. Yeah, um, I found that the turkey leg can be a nice filling, high protein uh, meal. However, with a caveat that I believe it is like brined in sugar. My okay, I have a problem with turkey legs. Love the smell, love the idea. I've never like been eating a turkey leg and thought this was a really good decision. Yeah. For for me, like anytime I've bought one, I've like loved the first like three bites. Yeah. And then like by four, five, six, I'm like, oh, there's still so much of this left. Now I've shouted it out on a podcast before, but I'm gonna do it again. It probably doesn't exist anymore, but the Raya Cone from Animal Kingdom was amazing. And that's all I have to say about that. What 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 exactly was it? The Raya Cone was um soft serve. It was like blue and, and red, soft serve, Ooh. swirl, strawberry. It was flipped upside down with a waffle cone covered in um, blue blue colored white chocolate with, with sugar sprinkles on it. That's it was diabetes, but it was amazing. And I don't think it's there anymore, so I'm sorry for mentioning it. That sounds fantastic, <laughs> and I want to see if it's there. Uh, so, also, there's lots of places that sell fruit. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the Liberty Square Market is actually my favorite place. Another like really good thing that you can get at the Liberty Square Market that is like healthy. Like I don't think it. I don't even think it has any calories. Is a pickle. Yeah, yeah. You can get if a, anything has five. Yeah, you can get a nice pickle there, and that I find that to be kind of filling. Uh, you can get grapes, and let me tell you something: cold grapes on a hot Florida day is, are very refreshing. They have Amen. grapes. I, I think they have melon too. Like they have like a mixed melon thing there too watermelon on a on a hot mm. day watermelon yes is really- yes uh you know maybe maybe choose a bottle of water instead of instead of soda they used to have sparkling water like at liberty's at liberty square market and a couple other places but I, they, I don't think they have it anymore and even when they did it was dasani and it had sodium in it mm. well i mean even like um if you're not bougie about your water pretty much any quick service you can get water for free yeah. And, um, a quick tip from Alexia. Uh, we like to bring um, open mouth water bottles. So so those are like kind of like the blender bottles that have a bigger lid. Yes. So that when you open it, you're not trying and you want to like fill it with the waters you get from quick service. You don't have to like narrow it in on a tiny little that's water a, bottle. That's good. That's a good one. I like yeah. that. I like that. Pour tip. It in, throw it in your backpack. Good. I like that tip. The... Um, I'm trying to think of what else food wise uh, other than like the I mean, depending on where you go, like I know Sunshine Seasons, they have got some like lean meat. They've got some chicken, they, stuff like that, that you can you can actually have like a well-balanced meal. And a lot of the sit down restaurants will have some kind of healthy alternative like chicken kind of meal. Yeah. So one thing that I do just because I'm there pretty frequently and I like to um, kind of stay healthy just because it makes me feel good um is i i if i can't find anything kind of on the entree that i'm comfortable eating or that i want to eat pretty much every single place has either some form of like market salad or caesar salad and they usually throw their own little spin on it so you still kind of get the variety but you can pretty much any place when you order a salad ask for grilled chicken and the the quality of that grilled chicken kind of varies but um it's protein and then get like some light like vinaigrette or light Italian seasoning over at um, Pecos Bills one time when I was when I was trying to like, you know, watch my diet and whatnot. I ordered the fajita platter and Ooh, that's a good one. it's good. And it, it so it's like lean meat. It's got like chicken. I think there was some pork in there, too. Probably but, some bell peppers. Yeah. But you also had rice. Um, you had uh bean you had black beans, so it was like a lot it was like a pretty well balanced meal. And I just didn't use the tortillas. Yeah. 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 I mean a lot of this stuff you can modify. You can ask for dressing on the side, yep. you can ask for maybe if you're lactose intolerant or just don't want the extra calorie calories, no cheese. Uh get stuff on the side, put in more of the vegetables, the lean meats. Um 
stuff like that. And you could always take things off of the bun if you don't want the extra carbs. You know, don't you can also you can also choose to not get fries. This is not a thing that Disney really advertises, and this is a thing that I found a couple times. I don't know if this policy yep. has changed since then, but I've discovered it a couple times where there were a few times where I would order a quick service meal and I would be like, hey, like, I'm, I really don't want the fries. Like, j- just don't give me the fries because, like, it'll go to waste. And they charged me less. Oh. Yeah. Like, I was just like, whoa, there's like a there's like a dollar and some change like off of this. And they're like, yeah, because you're not getting the fries. I was like, I did not know that was a thing. And I understand <laughs> why they don't why they don't broadcast it. Well, I, I mean, if we're talking frugality, you're, you're talking to the salad boy. I mm. usually just look at the cheapest thing on the menu and I'm like, oh, look, it's a salad. That's perfect. Right. You're also the king of like bringing snacks into the park. Oh, yeah. yeah. I bring so many snacks. They're typically um, like like fairly healthy snacks, too, from what I. I'll bring like a protein bar, um, some crackers, you know, stuff that's small. That's not going to like make me uncomfortably full. Yeah, You gave uh, me something one time. I don't remember what it was, but I remember being like, oh, wow. Good thing he's here. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It might have been crackers or something. I do a lot of things. I can't be expected to remember all of them. I, I just I expect you to remember 100 percent of any time that we spend together just because I will not remember it. You're going to be incredibly disappointed, my friend. <laughs> That's all right. I have a lifetime of uh, experience with disappointment. So so um, what do you think just because um, I'm, I'm worried that there's a lot of people who have already tuned us out because we're talking about chicken and salad. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that. So um, I have a question for you. Okay. Is there anything? I know you're the host. I'm, I'm just, I'm curious. Is there anything that in the parks that you don't you don't um compromise for you mean like like no i'm getting this no matter what yeah essentially <sighs> anything that's like new or exciting that i really want to try like when they had like all the different flavored dull whips that were themed to different movies and princesses and whatnot mm. uh the citrus swirl is pretty much uh okay i have to get this mm-hmm. Uh, or or any kind of like orange bird themed food. Like remember when we were there around the holidays, and I got that like orange bird like like citrusy like ice cream on like a piece of cake. Shout out to Morty Monster. Yes, he was there with us that day. Yeah, Jungle Cruise. Yes, that was a fun day. Uh, Jingle Cruise actually. Jingle Cruise. You right. You right. It was the Jingle Cruise that we went on. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, that's kind of what I don't really like, like that I'll be like, no, I'm getting this no matter what. Like, I I also find it very hard to say no to, it's called a troll horn and it's in Norway at the Kringla bakery. It is, is. yeah, it's like a hollow, like pastry horn and they fill it with cream. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So if anyone's ever like, hey, I want to stop in the Kringle Bakery, I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy a troll horn. Mm-hmm. Like, it's there's no two ways about it. I'm definitely doing this. I've gotten the shul bread there, too, and that's actually pretty good also. It's, pastry. Yeah. Yeah. Pastries are kind of my my downfall at Disney. Why do you, mm-hmm. So do you have, I mean, and also like food and wine stuff or festival stuff in general. But what mm-hmm. what's your downfall? Um. Now, I don't like to say downfall because... And, you, you know, with any of the parks, if you plan well, if you, you know, have a plan in place, um, you know, you, you, you can still set yourself up to have all these really delicious things and maintain kind of a healthy balance, right. um, which is what I try to do. So when I go there, I know, okay, I'm definitely going to eat something that's not so good for me. So um, on these other meals, I'm going to eat something that's good for me because then I'll not only enjoy it more when I get that thing, but I'll feel less bad for eating it. Again, someone who's super fitness oriented like me is going to be different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was the, go ahead. Well, I mean, that's always been my kind of thing where it's like, okay, I know that I'm going to get a poutine at, you know, at Epcot and which is another one of my, I don't compromise on things is because poutine. Canada. Yes. Because Canada. Uh, so I'll be, so I'll be like, okay, my calorie allotment for today is like 2,100 calories. I know I'm going to have this like 800 calorie thing. I don't even know how much poutine is, but I'm assuming it's somewhere in the eight, 900 calorie range. And I'll be, and I'll structure the rest of my day accordingly so that I'm still within. Cause remember folks, it's calories in versus calories out. As long as you're like 
under as long as you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. Yeah, but you're going to be a lot more full from 200 calories of lettuce than you are from 200 calories of chocolate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. You were saying your other your, your I don't compromise thing. OK, I was about to say, you know, this is why I told you I can't remember everything I say. Yeah. OK, um, so I don't compromise. One was the Raya cone, if it's still there. Yes. Um, gray stuff. Oh, it is delicious. It's amazing. Um, really, I mean, like you said, anything that's seasonal, that's not going to be there for a very long time. Have, um, have you gotten the gray stuff cupcake at Gaston's Tavern yet? Because I know we tried a couple times when we were there with Alexia and they were like closed or didn't have it. We finally got it. And it was exactly how I imagined. That's wonderful. Amazing. That's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I mean, even if I, if I like trained for two hours in the morning and then I go to the parks, I'm like, I'm going to be able to eat more unhealthy stuff. And right. that's okay. Because I'm also going to be walking. And right. Terrible. What's uh, the, what's the most like decadent thing you think you've ever had at Disney? Oh man, um, the most decadent thing I've ever had at Disney. Oh man, I'm gonna need some time for this. Can All you right, talk? I mean, I can tell you one of mine. It, yeah, yeah, you you talk and I'll think. Yeah, it. it I would say um, there are two: the barbecue slaw dog uh, from Casey's Corner that eventually moved to Min and Bill's Dockside Diner in Hollywood Studios. That is a foot long hot dog covered in barbecue pulled pork, covered in coleslaw. And like that was highly decadent. The um, I feel like the mac and cheese tots that they have now at Friars, and the buffalo chicken tots, those are very decadent. Uh, depending on which poutine, I got a cheeseburger poutine recently from Disney Springs at World of Poutine, and that was a lot. And um, I would say the other thing is the croque du glacier, which is the uh, ice cream sandwich in the France Pavilion. Have you ever seen one of those? Um, the thing I've got, uh, are you talking about, it's, um, it's in like a roll. It's yep. in like a bun. Warm oh brioche God, bun. Yeah. Warm brioche bun cut in half, ice cream, chocolate or raspberry sauce pressed in a panini press. There you go. Me and Alexia, me and Alexia went and we shared one <laughs> and we got the last one and the people behind us tried to order it and they couldn't get it. <gasps> Oh. And we won. We didn't feel bad about it at all because it was so good, and you should never feel bad about that. You were there first. Absolutely. You should have eaten it in front of those people. But like, if it's any consolation, this is really good. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know. The most decadent thing. So I have a sweet tooth. I'm more of a sweet, sweet tooth boy mm. than savory. Um, maybe the uh, there was an evil queen soft serve. Ooh. That was like cheese, purple cheesecake soft serve in uh, Coca-Cola. It was like a float. That was Ursula, I think. That was Ursula? Yes, I had it too. It had, oh, like yeah, that, yeah. It had that crown on top of it. Yeah, yeah, the disgusting sugar. Yes. <laughs> Everything else about it was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I liked that a lot. Uh, I, You know, there's. I was trying to think of something else. I'm sure there's been like food and like food and wine things or festival. Because you, you don't really do a lot of the festival stuff, right? We we like to walk around and then like one or two days we'll pick a few things. Oh, the there was a grilled cheese at one of those pavilions that was just like smooth. It was like all butter. Yes, just butter. Just butter. <laughs> Not yeah. my jam. Yeah, uh, a uh, a funnel cake with ice cream from the funnel cake house in the America Pavilion is also very decadent. Me and Ale- Alexia's been like wanting me to eat that with her, and I think I'm gonna cave soon. So you have think- to, you have okay. to have it. It's Pete had it one time, and it looks like so they cut the ice cream with a giant knife off of like a brick of ice cream, and they just kind of lay it on top of the funnel cake, and it looks like a giant slab of butter. Oh my god! So, so the people like behind, like someone walked up to him and they were like, "Oh, sir, what is that on your funnel cake?" He was like, "Oh, that's butter," and they looked at him like he was going to die. <laughs> and we all are going to die someday. Exactly. Take, um, take okay. that happy thought. <laughs> I will. I will try to get that next time, but not because you told me to. Because I love Alexia. Right. Right. Entirely because of Alexia. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, so I highly recommend, especially if you're going to watch a concert right there, 
Yeah. Like if you're going to go watch the um, something at the America Gardens Theater, that's a perfect place to go do it. Yeah. Yeah, that is. It's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, so highly, highly recommend that. Um, and yeah, I, I, um, I, I love that we were like, we're talking about fitness, but now we're like, let's talk about all like the horrible things that we eat. <laughs> I was just thinking that here's everything and here's everything that sounds amazing that you should avoid. Yeah. And we're like, you know, chicken, blah, blah, blah. Then we got real passionate when we were like funnel cake with ice cream on top of it. It's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance. It is a, it's a delicate balance. Get diet Coke and then you can get the Coke, stuff. Uh, yeah. Coke zero. Okay. That's what I, I, I always get to, enough. A lot more places now are getting Coke zero there, which I'm happy about. Yeah, I, w- I would like to rescind my previous statement and say Coke Zero, not Diet Coke. Yes. Did I ever? Did I ever show you that like like A and W like Zero root beer that I found? Um, I I drank half a liter of it last night. Oh, so. good. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I found that in the in the supermarket, I was like, I can't believe this exists, and it tastes it, it tastes no different than regular root beer. Oh, it's amazing. It it is the single greatest thing I've ever experienced. I Chances really are, folks, know. while you're listening to this right now, I'm on the beach in St. Augustine drinking one of those. Um I'm I'm only a little bit concerned that there is something wrong with artificial sweeteners yeah. and like But you know, I'm gonna die anyway. So that's a personal decision. I'm not recommending that to anyone no. else. That's a personal decision. I am a doctor of physical therapy. Yes. That's my Yes, not 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 of not of uh, not of medicine. Um, All right. Well, I mean, I'm pretty much tapped. You got any other like uh, ideas or uh, recommendations? I mean, like I have a lot of ideas, but not for this particular podcast. No, we're not talking about your idea for like, you know, a catapult that'll shoot cookies into your mouth. No, no, no. It's more like um, a series of villain-flavored energy drinks. We'll get to this. They don't need to hear about it. Oh, that's money. Yeah, I don't want my secret getting out. Yeah, that's printing money. It's all right. Only about 20,000 people listen to this show. We'll call it Dark Energy. Oh, come on! That's amazing! Oh, crap. We got to copyright this before the podcast comes out. Yep, yo, copyright Nick and Kev. Uh, (laughs) um, All right, so anything else you wanted to add today? Uh, let people know how they can find your uh, YouTube channel. Yes, my YouTube channel. It is the first thing that pops up if you Google the theme park therapist, but you can also search it on YouTube. And I'm on a bunch of other social media sites, but those are kind of things I made on the side. I'm not super active on those, but um, I'm working on getting more um, more videos up on YouTube. I actually am almost done editing kind of a newer format I think you'll all Ooh. enjoy. I haven't um, heard about this. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll you'll get a um you'll get a sneak peek. Oh, Kevin, awesome! Cause, Can't cause wait. You're special. I like to think so. That's what <laughs> I've been told throughout my life, um, or at least what I tell myself. All right. Well, uh, without any further ado, then that's gonna do it for two men in the mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you guys uh, for sticking with us through more of a health conscious, uh, you know diet and exercise related version of two minutes this was a show i couldn't have never done with pete because he would be like eating healthy at disney what like so thank you to my esteemed colleague and friend uh dr nicholas mercer from the theme park therapist thank you for being here with me today you're welcome i'm really just a clone of pete but we stopped me at the teenage years so (laughs) you know um, now i've seen you eat cheese pete doesn't eat cheese or pasta yeah, so, uh, and I don't think those are learned. I think those are just naturally him. There there has always, there because Pete is so, like, not on social media and whatnot, there has long been a standing rumor that Pete is not real and he's just an impression that I do. Ooh, I yeah. like that rumor. I'm going to spread that rumor all around. <laughs> it's all right. That rumor has been long since spread for, like, six <laughs> years now. That rumor has been spread around. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it over. Uh, all right, folks. If you love our buddy Peter Mandel, who, by the way, is a real person and not an impression that I do, check him out at Rogue Comics at, uh, you see and see that he's real for yourself at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store if you're going on a trip. Uh, to any Disney resort, or including Walt Disney World, or any Universal resort like Universal Orlando here in Orlando, Florida. Check out our buddy and sponsor
sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your dream vacation for you at no additional cost to you. And of course, if you're going to be renting a crib or stroller on that Dave Weikert booked Orlando vacation, our friends at Kingdom Strollers have got you covered. Check them out at kingdomstrollers.com. For me, folks, my books, the Ross and Annie series, available on Amazon.com. You can get Kindle versions. You can get paperback versions. You can get audio book versions for the first three. The last one is currently in production. And, of course, we can't forget about our good friend Morty Monster over at the Morty Monster YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Morty Monster. Morty Monster and friends on both Instagram and TikTok and Facebook.com slash Morty Monster. Check him out. Um, he, he enjoys, you know comments and likes and all the other fun stuff and of course folks our esteemed guest dr nicholas mercer check him out at the theme park therapist you could find him on youtube you could find him on instagram you could find him on facebook sure why not why not uh and if you guys are in uh you know if you guys are located in florida and you have any physical therapy needs you can always check uh dr nicholas mercer out at you improved pt.com that's the letter you improved pt.com uh, that is his physical therapy practice. So you guys can uh, get your aches and pains fixed by my good friend over here. Uh, all right. Well, that does it for this week, folks. Uh, Nick, any closing words? Um, yes. Don't stop recording. The people need to know. Everyone, Pete is just a puppet. Kevin yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> Kevin told me he couldn't find it, so he couldn't have Pete on. So Keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We'll see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.